Hey, it's Monday, April 18th, 2022. We've got stories on New Jersey dispos opening this week and the cops are allowed to partake. Legalization bills being delayed in the Senate, New York granting licenses, a smuggling update, and the original 420 location partying this week. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Well, it's a day late for 420, but New Jersey cannabis fans will finally get their weed. This week, on Thursday, April 21st, adult-use dispensaries will finally be open for legal recreational sales in New Jersey. The state's Cannabis Regulatory Commission has issued an update on the status of the long-awaited opening. They announced that on 421, select existing medical dispensaries will also be able to begin selling cannabis products to any adult, no longer just those with a medical license. There are currently 23 medical dispensaries in New Jersey, but only 13 of those will be open for adult-use sales on the 21st. A list of those locations will be posted on the Commission's website soon. And while we don't know yet which dispensaries will be the ones for adult-use sales, we do know which companies they are. Of the 13 dispensaries that will be selling to the adult-use market, there are seven different owners, and they're all multi-state operators, meaning they have cannabis businesses in more than one state. The seven companies are Acreage, Curaleaf, Columbia Care, which was recently acquired by Cresco Labs, Verano, Green Thumb Industries, Ascend, and Terra Ascend. Each of these companies are on the stock market and will definitely be something to keep an eye on. Green Entrepreneur has tapped three of them in particular as stocks to watch this week, Ascend, Curaleaf, and Green Thumb. Now, as for the long delay New Jersey has had from the point of passing legislation to this final point of opening stores, it's because the state wanted to make sure that they were taking all preparation needed to ensure that social equity guidelines were met. Cannabis Regulatory Commission Executive Director Jeff Brown said, We've been intentional and deliberate to do everything in our power to set the market on good footing to start. Governor Phil Murphy tweeted his support, saying, This is a historic step in our work to create a new cannabis industry. In addition to the opening date announcement, the state showed even more of their positive attitude towards cannabis when the state attorney general's office said that off-duty law enforcement police officers will also be allowed to partake in cannabis. The acting attorney general, Matthew Plaitkin, issued a memo clarifying that New Jersey police who legally buy or use marijuana on their own time cannot be penalized. The memo makes clear that there is zero tolerance for cannabis use, possession, or intoxication while on duty, though. So great job, New Jersey, and enjoy. The inevitable end to federal cannabis prohibition is still a bit further off. It's coming, but as with most things in the government, it's slow going. This week, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York announced that the cannabis bill he had been promising for April is going to be delayed. He's now saying that the official introduction will take place sometime before the August recess. His bill is called the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. The measure would deschedulize marijuana from the controlled substances list, and it would allow states to determine their own cannabis laws, in the same way that alcohol is federally regulated. The reason for the delay in introducing his bill is a current lack of enough support to get it passed. As typical with many things these days, votes tend to get split right down party lines. 
Senator Schumer, who's a Democrat, needs the support of all 50 Democratic senators and at least 10 Republicans to approve it. And currently, he does not have those numbers. Schumer's plan is to reach out to more senators to get their input on what they'd like to see in the bill in order to get it passed. Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey, who's a co-sponsor of the bill, said, After months of substantive progress, we're close to finalizing a bill that reflects common-sense drug policy and delivers long overdue justice. Cannabis advocates nationwide will be looking forward to the release of that bill sometime before August. New York has officially granted their first adult-use cannabis licenses. The governor, Kathy Hochul, announced on her website that the Cannabis Control Board has approved 52 adult-use cannabis cultivator licenses across the state. These 52 licenses are not the end of issuing, though, as the Office of Cannabis Management says they'll continue to review applications and get them approved as quickly as possible. Governor Hochul said she's proud of the work being done to get adult-use cannabis sales up and running as fast as possible without compromising our mission to uplift communities and individuals that are most impacted by the century of cannabis prohibition. In a nod to their state's efforts to ensure that they're meeting their social equity needs, the governor also said, New York's farms will be at the center of the most equitable cannabis industry in the nation. Assembly Majority Leader Crystal People-Stokes added, We are on our way towards realizing the goal of creating a viable and inclusive path for minorities and small farmers to have the opportunity to create generational wealth for their families and communities. It's legal to possess and use cannabis within your residence. Retail stores are expected to be open later this year as the state continues to work on the details. Currently, cannabis is legally for sale on native sovereign lands. And as for growing your own, the Office of Cannabis Management Executive Director Chris Alexander said, We're working hard to provide a legal framework for New Yorkers using medicinal cannabis to grow their own cannabis plants. We understand that patients are looking to this new option to access medication at a low cost, and we're doing everything possible to speed up this process while working within the rules of New York's regulatory system. A recently released government report from the DEA says that because more states have legalized cannabis use, smuggled marijuana from Mexico has drastically decreased. Specifically, they're quoted as writing, In U.S. markets, Mexican marijuana has largely been supplanted by domestic-produced marijuana. Meaning, more state-legal marijuana means less imported marijuana from Mexico. An immigration policy analyst, David Beer, who works for the Cato Institute, spoke about this happening a few years ago. Even then, the research found that marijuana smuggling from Mexico had dropped by 78% since California had legalized cannabis. Beer wrote that legalizing the plant has done more to reduce marijuana smuggling than doubling of border patrol agents or the construction of hundreds of miles of border fencing did. And that was before so many more states had begun their legalization process as well. The amount of marijuana smuggled from Mexico is now at an all-time low. But what the DEA didn't mention, or perhaps doesn't know, is that they may now be looking in the wrong direction. According to industry insiders, Word is that the excess of high-quality California cannabis, due to market saturation, is now actually being imported to Mexico. California's had a hard year with cannabis, due to crushing high taxes and a lack of legal dispensaries in which to sell. All this means that there's been a lot more black market marijuana for sale, and some of it's finding its way down south. But now it looks like the California market's making a bit of a comeback. Sales are up a bit this year and government regulators seem to finally be hearing the cannabis industry's concerns, so there are some lower taxes, at least at the local level for some people. 
and there's the potential for lowering taxes for the whole state with new legislation that's being proposed. There are also a few municipalities that are expanding or considering starting a legalization program in their jurisdiction. And finally, a cannabis coalition's been working with regulators on legislation to hopefully allow more retail locations within the state. Now that we're in a post-pandemic and pro-cannabis world where so many states have legalized with more on the way, it's a great time to get out of the house to celebrate 420 this year. We recently did a story on where the term 420 came from, and we talked about the origins going back to a group of kids in the San Francisco Bay Area. We also learned that something which really helped the term 420 come to popularity was a group of Grateful Dead deadheads who wanted to start an annual event on 420 at 420 p.m., where they smoked 420. They put out a flyer, and it got into the hands of a reporter, and the rest is history. This year, San Francisco is poised to be one of the biggest 420 bashes of all, as they celebrate where the term originated. The party's planned for a location called Hippie Hill in the world-famous Golden Gate Park. The event's been held here in years past, but was off for the last two years during the COVID pandemic. So after a long hiatus, this year the party should be going off. And for the first time ever, This year's 420 celebration on Hippie Hill will feature legal cannabis sales from licensed retailers. The gathering itself is free and open to the public, but there are also some VIP options available. And in addition to finding weed for sale, there'll be plenty of 420 foods for your munchies and some great entertainment lined up. Headlining this year's entertainment is local legend Burner of the brand Cookies, as well as appearances from comedian Jeff Ross and cannabis entrepreneur and all-around legend Mike Tyson. So if you're anywhere near there or you can get there, we've got links with all the info on our website. And if you can't make it to San Francisco's party, there are plenty of absolutely amazing sounding parties lined up from coast to coast, and there's sure to be one near you. Happy blazing. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. Later.